Hello, and welcome to Storyteller In-Depth, a podcast where we go behind the scenes to learn more about the School of Communications, Media Arts, and Designs, People, Places, and Things. I'm your host, Pat Quigley, and in this episode is an Arts Ahead Takeover. We have two arts management students, Reed and Charmian, who will take you through the process of planning for such a large event, how they balance the workload, and how it all turned out. There were some things that Reed and Charmian didn't all expect about planning the symposium, so stick around to hear what happened. For the last two years, the Arts Ahead Symposium, which arts management students organized, was held virtually. Now it's back to being in person, and this cohort of students had several elements added to their to-do list. Find a big space, enough for guests, select speakers who would take part in multiple panels, and the list goes on. To take you through the process, we have Reed, who was the co-chair for the symposium, and Charmian, who was part of the marketing team. Thank you so much both for being on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you for having us. It's awesome. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So can before we kind of get started into talking about, you know, arts ahead and everything that goes on with it, can you both introduce yourselves and what roles you were for the Arts Ahead Symposium? Yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Rebecca Reed. I was one of the co-chairs for Arts Ahead. Um, I'm a multidisciplinary uh, artist and art administrator, um, graduated from the University of Waterloo in theater and performance worked in Banff for a little while, and I moved back to Ontario when COVID hit. Um, but I do I do a little bit of everything. Um, I've worked on opera, theater, live music, film. Um, I've taught pa- classes on painting and sculpture, uh, theater, textile construction, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I do have my, uh, my fingers in many little pots. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm Charmian. I am part of the uh, 2023 cohort of Centennial College's Arts Management Program, and I was the leader of the marketing team of Arts Ahead 2023. And I was really excited, and I was really lucky to work with a bunch of amazing people who we worked together, and then we put this Arts Ahead project um, successfully. And it was a really um, it was a highlight moment of the program to me. And for me personally, I uh, came from Hong Kong. And when I was in Hong Kong, I used to work in commercial galleries and also worked for um, nonprofit art organizations. So um, I'm here to study this program to let myself to have more knowledge in terms of arts management, like um, how do you um, engage with different people in the industry and also how do you communicate with them? How do you find different opportunities? So this is the reason why I come to here and Arts Ahead, it's one of the, um, I'd say a little milestone for me because I get the chance to actually get something done regarding to what I've learned from the program. So yeah, it's really great. Awesome. You both are sound very you know, well-versed in everything that's going on in arts, essentially. And it's, it's cool to see such passionate people want to talk about what this Arts Ahead program is. So for listeners who don't know, can you explain what Arts Ahead is? Yeah, for sure. So Arts Ahead, um, it's the capstone project for the arts management program. So it takes place over two semesters, and all of the students work together to put on a professional symposium and networking event. Um, this is, like, entirely student-run Um, There is instructor support, but it's mostly the students going forward and doing all of the marketing, all of the fundraising and development. 
um, all of like the operations, finding the location, making sure that all the tech is there, reaching out to people to get actual speakers to come in, um, making sure the panels are all filled, organized, designing the whole thing. Um, it's a very intensive project, but the results are 100% worth it. Yeah, it's a great, um, I would say, networking opportunity for a student as well. And because we get to um, get in touch with people who are actually working in the industry right now so that we could have a sense of what we're going to do and what kind of people that we're facing when we graduated from the program. So it's really um it's really interesting for us to get this chance to meet with those people and get to work with them. That's that's so cool, especially because it's a part of the arts management program with Centennial College. So like, what is it like to have those two things kind of mesh so well together? It's honestly such a perfect relationship between the program and the real professional, putting that in quotes, professional world. Um, because the students have so much power and so much autonomy over what goes into the symposium, they're also able to reach out to people that they want to connect with after the program ends um, and people that they just are really interested in learning more about connecting with, networking with. I know that personally, my LinkedIn was popping off after uh, <laughs> after the event ended, but it's yeah it's it's just a, a very um synergistic do, do people actually use that word it's a very good way to <laughs> it's a good way to round out the program to end it all out in a nice note yeah it's like um we we're not only working together as classmates but we're also working together as colleagues because we're like this little um art management, event management company that we are going to um, organize this program. Like we start from scratch, but of course we, we have help from um, our program instructor and also we have help from different people, but it's like a little company project that we have to pull together and then we get to find all the stories, we get to um, communicate with different people. So it's a good, I'd say, it's like a little capstone project for this program that we have to do it together so yeah awesome it's cool to see that you get to use all this experience that you learned in the classes and get to apply it into this real world scenario and and kind of the back and forth you get to do it's it, it's really really cool so like what kind of panels and workshops were there at the symposium and kind of give me a bit of an outline of the agenda of what happened um so for the parts ahead we have different teams that um in charge for different duties for uh, but for different panels and workshop we have our programming team where they will look for different speakers and also they will um decide on the rundown of the day like what we're going to include for arts ahead what kind of content that we would like to bring to the audience for arts ahead this year we have um two panel discussion and also we have two workshops and also we have one to me, it's real special. It's like a wireless talk kind of um, session where each of the panelists, they talk, they do a little pitch for a short period of time so that the audience can get the idea of what they're thinking about. So altogether, we have two panels, we have two workshops, we have one, um, oh yeah, the event was, the session was pitch perfect. So it's 
that wireless hub session that I talked about just now. And we also have um, a silent auction where we collect all the um, gifts donated with donated by different art organizations where they um, support what we're doing so that we can have the funding, we can have the resources to support what we're doing right now. So, yeah. Yeah, um, and it was really interesting the way that it was structured because we had all of these different panels focusing on um, overlooked opportunities for arts engagement, but in very, everyone had such a very different point of view um, so we had art in unexpected places. We had the pitch please, which had everyone talking about um, their own experience with art engagement in like alternative kind of ways. Um, our two workshops, we had the art of drag, which was a drag queen coming. She performed for us and told us a bit about um, her entrepreneurial experience working in drag and drag as an art form, um, which is, it, it is an art form, 100%, but typically when people think of art, they're like, ah, the museums, ah, the galleries, but like there are performers who are just giving it their all um, in such a very personal and such a very unique way. Um, and it was interesting to see that just recognized, I, I suppose, as an official art form. Um, we also had one, Everyone's an Artist, where everyone came together and collaborated to make just a little uh, back and forth conversational piece. Um, and it was very interesting to see how everyone in the room was able to come together and engage on a very similar topic in very different ways. And then we closed it off with a panel on breaking barriers, talking about equity, diversity, and accessibility um, in the arts. Cool. So your, the theme for this year's symposium was Lost, Found, and Unbound, Exploring Overlooked Opportunities in Arts Engagement, as you mentioned earlier. How was that theme selected? So we went around, um, This it was like a big class discussion. So we wanted to find something yeah. that really reflected the shifts of the art world um, in a COVID-tinged COVID reality. But we wanted to stay away from themes that were all about like, reopening after COVID, coming together after COVID, because COVID is a reality. COVID is still around, but not to say that it's tired and overdone, but everybody has come together after COVID. Everybody is reopened after COVID. And this is what it's like after reopening after COVID. Um, we wanted to examine the places that arts were still needed and how to engage with art in unconventional ways because that is something that is needed. Like with COVID, everything's shut down. Everything was like locked up. Um, but being able to go out and experience things like in public or online um, in ways that weren't typically the normal offerings um, that like theaters and galleries were already offering. Um, that's, I'm going to end the sentence there because I kind of went in a circle, but, but um, overlook, exploring overlooked opportunities is exactly that. So we wanted to see how unconventional art um, in unconventional places was really a necessity for um, moving for us moving forward. So we had speakers that reflected our themes. So we talk, they were talking about how to work with arts and environmental, uh, the arts, the environment, environmental architecture, designing, uh, structures that would inc include both the environment 
make it prettier. Um, ooh, that's that was a bad sentence. <laughs> um, but yeah. we, but the, we again we had the drag queen to talk about her craft. One of the people who came in was a writer who includes a descriptive audio of what is happening on stage, so that um, in her work she can include blind or hard of seeing uh, folk to engage with her work without having to have that extra, an extra device, an extra something. They can just go and enjoy the show for what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also speaking of um, deciding on the theme, I remember that uh, during the earlier period of the program where we have this um, one or two week where we sit together and we are or just throwing random ideas to the class saying that what we what we should focus for this year's art ahead and we had this um uh application called mural where we can put out all the digital sticky notes um on this digital whiteboard and then we just put on our different ideas and then we let the class to decide the direction that we should go for the program and for it for the arts ahead and eventually we come up with this um lost found and unbound theme for this year so yeah the process was pretty organic but eventually we have figured out what kind of um direction that we would like to go to and then it just happened yeah cool so can you take us back to what kind of led up to the symposium including how roles and teams were selected, what was involved in order to find the location you used, selection of speakers, organize the workshops, and et cetera. Yeah, for sure. So um, this is this goes like, okay, so I'll give you just a little brief um, overview of the timeline. We had our first classes, the arts management is a year long program. We had our first classes in September. The symposium was mid-February. Beginning of September, two or so weeks in, um, we all got to decide based on our very limited knowledge, um, what departments we wanted to explore more. So if you wanted to explore marketing, you would, uh, you signed up for the marketing team development development. Um, we had two people on the website who knew absolutely nothing about web, uh, construction or design, but were really interested in, uh, sort of discovering it, figuring it out. Um, and then I had to make a little pitch to get the co-chair uh, position, but yeah, everyone really went to where they were immediately drawn. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how the roles and teams were selected. Yeah. I still remember how the co-chairs, cause we have a couple of, um, students who would like to go for the co-chair position. So we have to do this. So they have to do this little pitch so that the class can vote their co-chairs and eventually Reed and also Yash, they were selected as the co-chair for um, the Arts Ahead 2023. But for the remaining of the teams, we have um, the marketing team. We also have development team. We have operations, programming, and also the web team. So this we have a slightly bigger class for this cohort comparing to the cohort from previous years so that for each of the teams they can have more people to work together so saying like for the marketing team we have five people which is the largest team for the um whole 
arts ahead. And we have to um, break down different tasks to um, our members who specialize in different aspects of in terms of marketing. Um, yeah, it was a funny, it was an interesting progress of like picking your teammates and figure out who we're going to work to at. But it turns out really great. We all love our team. Yeah. yeah and then like within that, everyone got to decide on little team leads um, and just sort of figure out like an internal structure within the structure. We all um, individually made our own critical paths and like a master critical path yeah. um, in order to make sure that we were all hitting the right steps. Um, the location was actually really interesting because we wanted to try to find something that was able to uh, fit an event like ours, but it wasn't a typical like proper event space because we wanted to, we wanted to fit the theme a little bit. Um, so we were looking at places. I remember one of the ones that we were looking at was a weed store. And we're like, oh, this is so unconventional. This would be so interesting. And they were like, yeah, except we would be still, uh, we wouldn't shut down for you. You could just use our other room. We're like, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if Centennial would go for that, uh, <laughs> having an event in, a, in an operating weed store. But um, we ended up with uh, the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies. And they're, yeah, it's, it's a really nice space, very lovely. It's, there's a huge uh, hall full of mirrors. It's like nice wooden floors. Um, and we're like, oh, this is, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The speakers and like organizing the workshops, that was all programming. Um, and they, it was, it was so fun to watch them work because they had the big whiteboard. They had things crossed out, yeah. lines connecting each <laughs> other. It was, uh, they were working so furiously because they wanted to make sure that they were getting a vast array of people um, and a vast array of knowledge to share. I know that uh, Rory in particular really pushed for the drag workshop and I'm so glad he did because it was such a highlight. Cool. And like, it's cool to see kind of like all these little pieces kind of come together and, and make this one big thing right this one big event so like looking back what were some of your favorite parts of the symposium oh it's i mean it's hard to pick just one it was such there were there were so many the highs were really high the lows were really low it was very very much a roller coaster um i just remember like the there was there was one moment where it just sort of clicked that wait this is this isn't just a hypothetical thing that we're doing this is real this is um this is actually happening was when development locked in our first partner, which was work and culture. And they're like, yeah, we did it. We got it. And oh, I'm yeah. just like, that's so cool. Oh God. Oh no, wait, this is actually, we actually have to do something with this now. Um, yeah. But there was, it, and the actual event itself was, it was so it was so lovely to see how engaged everybody was because everybody right off the bat making connections, making friends, um, just interested in each other and everyone else's work and how that related to their own or didn't relate to their own. Um, I just thought that that was kind of lovely. Yeah. And for me, the highlight of Arts Ahead would be, um, would be that, it was a full house. We sold up all the tickets. So it was really encouraging because it is the first in-person Arts Ahead since 
the pandemic hit because I knew that last year they do it online, but it was a two-day online symposium. But it it's different if it's a in-person thing, you know, because you get to talk to real people and you get to like when you sell the tickets and when you get the money from silent auction, you know that this is this is real, you know. And also we got um, really positive feedbacks from all the participants because during the intermissions during the breaks me and all and a couple of our marketing team members we get to interview with some of the participants and also we interviewed some of the panelists and they all just um really amazed by the choice of the location the contents that we bring to them and also the um the, the way we organize and just bunch of stuff and they were so amazed like um how we students can pull everything together in such a short period of time because this is a one-year programming and we only have like like four to five months to do so but yeah they're they really appreciate we really appreciate that um how they give us such positive feedback and this is definitely a boost in our confidence and it just makes us feel so good about this I was also amazed that we <laughs> managed to pull this off. Um, yeah. Was there anything about like organizing the symposium that you didn't expect going into it? Like what are some of your takeaways from, from the event? Mm-hmm. For me, it was that um, it was the planning time. Cause as I was saying just now, we only have, this is a one year program. We only have like, mm-hmm. cause if we didn't, because we have, we also have reading weeks and also we have just Christmas holidays so that for the time that we can actually sit down together and to talk about arts ahead, it would, the time was really short for us because other than schoolwork assignments, we also have like our own stuff happening on our own lives. Right now we have our part-time jobs, we have family, we have different things to handle. So it was difficult for the team to sit down together and have time to focus just to focus on arts ahead. So this is something that I wasn't expecting because I was expecting that we can all spend like two to three hours per week, but it was like really an ideal situation, but it never happens that way because we have to um, organize online meetings and we also have to meet like somewhere after class to talk about arts ahead, to talk about what kind of tasks we have to accomplish. So the time was a little bit tight to me or to the team but at the end we get to pull this together and worked out real well so it was also something that i would like to share to people who are going to apply for arts management in the future if they're eventually going to um, organize arts ahead it's important to communicate with your team members and it's also important to plan ahead because it will relieve a lot of stress you know you'll have more time to do more stuff so it's really important to think about that yeah mm-hmm. yeah no i i completely agree um i didn't realize that ha- i didn't realize exactly how much it would take over my life um i, I remember like there were i would stay we would have our class i would stay after class talking with rebecca our professor and Yash about Arts Ahead. And then Yash and I would go on the train home together talking about Arts Ahead. And it would just be like a whole extra hour of just, okay, what do we need to do? Who do we need to talk to? What Slack messages (laughs) do we need to send out? Um, 
and which was was interesting in a way because I it's so all encompassing that when it was finally over, I was like, wait, I have I have so much free time. Right. Like this is great. I can read books again. Like it's um but the being able to go in and understanding all of the little details, all of the bits and pieces that may get overlooked and understanding that you are in a position where you are, you can't overlook anything um, because if it goes wrong, it's on you. Uh, it, it was, it really allowed me to think in a way that, um, hmm. oh no, maybe I lost. <laughs> I, I was able to, to really hone in on what needs to get done. And I feel like those skills have transferred to my everyday life because I'm just like, okay, pack in my lunch. What do I need? I have this report due. What do I need? Um, another thing was all of the little contracts and making sure that everything was detailed to the letter, to the T. And sometimes people would say, oh, well, you can for an extra fee. And we're like, okay, but you promised X, Y, Z. They're like, okay, but we, it's now an extra blah, blah, blah. And it's going back and forth and making sure that you are getting exactly what you need for the right price and for the right, uh, yeah, you're getting exactly what you're getting exactly what you need. And if it's not included, where are you going to source this from? What are backup plans? What is your plan B, C, D, E, F? Cause I, one of the, uh, during, okay, sorry, sorry. During the symposium itself, we had one of the moderators for one of the panels. Uh, he got COVID day of, wasn't able to make it and everyone's looking at each other and we're like oh we had backups for the speakers but we forgot about the moderators um so, so they're like read hi uh, <laughs> do you want to be moderator for panel one so i'm like what they're like yeah it's in 15 minutes like, oh, okay um so being able to think on your feet uh was really a crucial skill that i feel you you, you really need to have that's that's a key takeaway just being able to adapt, being able to move. And so, like, did you find that preparing for the symposium helped give you some confidence to possibly do something similar like this after graduation? 100%. I, I feel like being able to put on an event like this, an event of this size, an event that has all of these different moving components in a place like Centennial, where you do have a bit of a safety safety net to fall back on, and having everything everything go well um I, I feel like that really has boosted my confidence being able to put this on and not need the safety net um so next time i can go you know what i did xyz this went wrong this went wrong but i know i can fix this um and i feel like that in itself has really made this not as daunting as it could have been yeah and also thinking like um it's good to um have this event but we have the support from instructors and also from a professors from a teachers because when you go to a real working situation where you graduate and you work at a company you don't often receive like constructive critiques and feedback which is really important for you to grow to learn to evolve but in a school you always receive feedbacks and comments from your teacher where you know where you can improve where you know where you 
um, the things that you have did well, where the things you should improve, you should have done better. So it is really important to have their support and their comments because it's not something that you would receive. And this is something that I think is really valuable for me to um, improve in terms of like the way that I work, the quality that I can give to the project, to the company. So this definitely gives me the confidence to um, to do something similar after graduation. Like it gives me the confidence to get a job and to work with project with a with a small team or to a bigger team. But I am confident that I can bring this high quality work to the company, to the people. Yeah, I would also like to add um, that this is. I mean, A, an amazing resume filler. I'm able to pop this in there and be like, oh yeah, I did this, 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 and this for this big event. Um, but it's also been very helpful in just boosting my own personal confidence and being able to network and talk with people because I was able to engage in the symposium at that level. I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Talking to new people, talking to strangers, it's not that scary. Like if someone reached out to me and said, hi, I would love to connect. It's like, oh yeah, sh sure. Whereas before it'd be like, oh God, what do I do? Do I do I say hi? Do I just like delete the email? But um, being able to actually have those uh, networking opportunities where you can go out and actually engage with people in a space that you set up so it's it's more of a safe space like you're more familiar with it um it's your own home turf to so to speak and i think that that is also a crucial skill that this has given us for sure and it's, it's wonderful to hear just how positive of an experience this whole whole thing was for both of you and what advice do you have for future students who will be organizing next year's arts ahead from from both both of your perspectives on both different sides of, of the parties you played in? I can go first. I would say um, it's not that scary because <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the, um, when, I, when I was doing my interview for um, the program where I get interviewed by Rebecca, Rebecca was our, uh, is our course instructor where she talked about um, so for this program, you're going to do this, you have this course, and at the end, you're going to do a symposium. So I was like, what? <laughs> but um, it was kind of scary at first because I don't have the experience of doing this. And also, I don't, I have no idea of what kind of people that I'm going to work with. How, how can I pull this together? How can I do everything? But when you get started, when you start to have trust with the people around you and you start to um, throw different ideas, when you start to um, having conversation and dialogues with different people, you start to realize that it's really happening and it's actually possible. And when you get this done and when you get really good feedbacks, really good comments from people, it just really, it's such a joy to you and also to your team as well. So I would say um, just enjoy and also you will have to plan ahead because um, you will have to deal with lots of smaller tasks. You, have, you will have to deal with a lot smaller tasks than you imagine. And also like back and forth conversation, emails and stuff. You definitely want more time to handle that. Um, yeah. I love what you said about trust because that is a huge one. 
um, trusting in your team because everyone has the same goal. Like it's, you're not fighting against each other. You need to work with each other and being able to trust that um, I can let go. I can leave you to do X, Y, Z, and I know that you will do it. And having that trust in yourself that yes, you are smart, you are capable, you are confident, you can put this on, you can do this. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a one hundred percent. It's a stressful project, but the end result is well <laughs> worth it. I would also say to remember that everybody works differently, and support looks different for different people. Some people might need uh, a lot of not micromanaging, but step by step break it down because this is such a big task with large tasks with a lot of smaller tasks and more tasks and it can get overwhelming very quickly so the easier the more you can break it down into okay to do this i need to do this but to do that i need to do this 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 and having those smaller bite-sized chunks um but some people might just be like give me that task leave me alone i will do it don't talk to me until it's done um People work differently, but, and um, one big thing I would like to just really drive home that this is a networking event. Um, if there is anyone in the city that you want to connect with, and this could be an individual, this could be a company you want to work with in the future, make sure to send out a personal invitation. You get yeah. to bring them in. You get to show them that you want to connect. You get to show them that you are, um, you're smart, you're capable. Again, you're smart, you're capable, you're confident. And you put on this very professional symposium. This is the work that you can do for them after you graduate. Please hire me. And uh, that's, that's my main advice. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for being on the podcast today. Again, thank you for having us. This was so much fun. I'm very glad that we received yeah, thank this opportunity. You. Yeah, no, and hopefully... You know, with the future arts ahead that they arts ahead students and you know students in the in the in the class, they're able to listen to this podcast and, and get something out of it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And we will see you at next year's arts ahead. I plan on coming back. Thank you so much, Charmian and Reed, for coming on the podcast. If you are a current arts management student or are thinking about enrolling in this incredible program, be sure to bookmark this episode. There are several great tips and pieces of advice that will help future students immensely. Each year, students blow us away with their incredible talent to orchestrate such a successful Arts Ahead Symposium. Congratulations to all this year's students. If you want to see an overview of this Arts Ahead, head over to their website, artsahead.org. Until next time, I'm Pat Quigley, and this is Storyteller in Depth.